Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher. I'm the editor at the Australian Compliance Institute. I think this That's is the, the one. <laughs> first podcast we are doing um, from that name, uh, but this is still the GRC Professional Podcast. Welcome, Naomi, our CEO. How are you doing? Good, good. Not confusing at all. Um, but I think, you know, I think it's a nice blending of the two because, as we know, we get to publish across everything, AML, governance and risk. So um, I think it's really good to keep the GRC professional, the GRC professional. And um, and like we said to our members, we're not going to change what we deliver to you. We're just going to give clarity to our message. Excellent. And of course, it's, a, it's also a big honor to, as you know, to starting from that point, also to be having a quick chat about our conference, which is on the 23rd of this month. Very soon, uh, everybody. Very soon. So um, get on there and register if you're a member. It's part of your renewal benefit this year yep. um, because we want to see you there. And even if you're not there in person, um, we've got lots of room in Sydney if you wanted to come and see your prof- fellow professionals and see the speakers in person. So I guess let's get started with um, the theme. So the theme of this year's conference is Step Up. Uh, what what kind of conversation are we trying to have there with our members? What are we trying to oh. encourage? Lots of different, there's lots of different sides to this one. Um, <clears throat> initially, it was uh, it was around that um, pushing that maturity of the compliance management systems and the compliance function in organisations and pushing it as a priority, I guess, when we were first talking about the theme way back, just like we came up with the bridging the gap for the AML and financial crimes. There is still a little bit of gap in in i guess acceptance and embracing compliance with you know understanding its value proposition and really capitalizing on that by organizations we feel we feel there's just a little bit of way they can go but what's what's also emerged since then because we had flagged right at the beginning of the year or even pre this year that there were going to be big regulatory changes and of course they take a while to sort of lumber through their processes is that there is also, we believe, hence the name change, um, it's time for compliance to step up a little bit more and uh, and work on building some clarity around what actually must be done versus risk-based decisions that can be made within the organisation. Um, there is a hard stop on some of those risk-based decisions that I think organisations have been getting a bit confused about where their parameters are. So we really think that that, that is part of that conversation as well, is that um, in Australia there, there has often been a bit of a bundling of compliance risk in with all other risks or bundling them in with operational risks and then that can create confusion in line one with them thinking everything is an operational risk decision that they have the latitude to make. So, you know, you might have encouraged a great risk-taking culture and they're referencing their risk appetite, but there are some of those risks they're making decisions on they actually don't have the freedom to make those decisions. So I think I think there's an opportunity there to to provide some clarity and again remark out where the where the demarcation is around those. Um, so that's that's all bundled into that. Yeah, excellent. And you started to mention it at the beginning, uh, but just talking about the formats and how people can attend. Yes, so hybrid um, 
this year with uh, the majority of our speakers will be in person in Sydney um, and then it will be broadcast live stream to um, the Deloitte rooms that, that um, our uh, principal member Deloitte has kindly arranged for us in Melbourne and Brisbane as well as obviously Sydney and we're working on a venue in Perth. So if you are in Perth, we have reached out to you about uh about sort of trying to confirm some numbers and you guys can arrive for an early breakfast at 7am and we will kick off um, then and, and you get to build your networks there, although you'll all be watching the same live stream. We encourage lots of discussion in the room and, and as a room submitting your questions when, when there's the opportunity during the session. So it will be live streamed. You can put up your hand and ask questions. All of our speakers and our panel uh, panellists have indicated they're open to taking questions. Um, so we're looking forward to that opportunity for those online or those in person being able to engage as well as just watch it. Yeah, yeah. excellent. And and there will be a little bit more about uh, the name change and um, the new website um, at the conference as there well. There will be. While, we, while we've got a captive audience, um, there's always the opportunity to talk to you about us and talk to you about the profession and where we what we want to do on your behalf and how we want to um, bring value to you. So that is around new website launch and um, really cementing in the name change. So, you know, we when we talked about the themes, you mentioned some of the challenges of, you know, compliance and that sort of risk-based approach with compliance. But another thing we talked about just before the podcast started is um, the opportunities presented by these big regulatory changes. Yes, um, yes, yeah. we were because we've gone through, you know, as we discussed, we've gone through a bit of a period where there was quite detailed regulatory requirements coming out. If you were part of the breach reporting uh, work with, with ASIC, that, that became quite detailed and took a lot of thinking, was a really involved project. The same with the remediation um, uh, regulatory guidance that came out around that. That was really into the nitty gritty of stuff. But the things that have been flagged around privacy, around the AML changes and simplification, hopefully, um, and some of the stuff that's been coming out with APRA around some of the big risks and operational risks, especially in the cyberspace, are much more principles-based and values-based. And it's it's meant to, you know, we're stepping back. It's meant to be all about protecting your organisation, protecting your customers' data and your employees' data, any kind of data, really. Um, and, you know, how do we do that? And it and in some of these spaces, you can't get into too much detail because the risks change too quickly. You have to be very high-level principles. You have to apply values. And we really see this as an opportunity to engage in those conversations with the organisation around the value-based compliance program where you are thinking very strategically about what is the risk here. You're not on line by line. The risk is we won't have submitted a piece of paper on time. You are back up in the big picture stuff. We don't want people stealing our customers' data. We don't want people coming in and compromising the information we base decisions on internally, you know, all those kind of big picture things. Um, so it's a it's a really great opportunity to have uh, people in the room at the right times yeah. making the right decisions, having the conversations with the right level of people because it doesn't look administrative or too technical for those strategic thinkers to engage in. You're thinking about big yeah. business system um, strategies. So, yeah, great opportunity um, in this wave through, I think, to step back and think about the big picture 
and think about proactively how you're going to engage with those challenges as an organisation instead of worrying about um, how many pieces of paper you need to collect from somebody. You know, that's a detail down the line that you should be have some flexibility if you've tackled it from that big strategic values-based starting point. Yeah, yeah so. no, and continuing that discussion and the big picture thinking, I feel in many ways we started that discussion at the AML Congress earlier this year and sort of looking at AML and financial crime compliance programs as the right thing to do and a kind of big picture protection of the vulnerable in society and, you know, especially looking at elements like tackling modern slavery and being able to look down your supply chain and you know say that you do not have a connection to modern slavery in this particular yeah. area so that kind of thing yeah yeah you know and, and it's i think that that's a really important take on on your responsibility because there's been a lot more a lot more conversations out there certainly at a leadership level and a governance level around your legitimacy to run as a business so it's not enough to say, like in the olden days, we've looked after the financial stability of the organisation, tick, we've done our job in governance. You are now talking about the big ticket. Do we have a right to run our business if we're going to exploit people or we're not going to do the right thing in all these other areas? So we've had Rio Tinto, we've had, you know, we've had the the sort of the casino proceedings, we've had other governance things, we've had the Westpac case with the with money laundering. And I think directors are cluing into the fact that it's not down to the detail level of just that you didn't report a transaction or you didn't monitor closely enough. It's in the big decisions you make about who you're going to do business with, how you're going to do business. So I think that, again, the values base and the legitimacy to run your business and the governance concerns of of people at director level really are aligning with where regulation should go and where your compliance framework should be going. Yeah, so oh, I think I, I think it's a great I think it's a great conversation you can have with your organisation. So you know, and and that's why we've got the sessions in the conference on cyber, on AI, and then you know, reg tech really trying to seek out something truly innovative, not just. Um, you know, we've gone the step where we've made our the GRC frameworks. There, there are there are plenty of suppliers in that space and good suppliers in that space to help you get all the ducks in a row. Now we're looking for where can we do really big gains with using tech in other ways as well as that. You know, yeah. so RegTech RegTech itself is making some leaps, and we want to be you know we want to be up in the front with with those with those organisations trying to make those changes. But yeah, cyber AI. You know, scams is a really complicated, a really complicated area where, again, goes back to legitimacy. You might not be running the scam. You're not the guilty party, but you can't allow it to go through. You can't allow your, you know, the responsibility is partially on you and partially on your customer um, about how to prevent it. So it's um, it's pulling organisations into taking responsibility for really big ethical and values-based areas and and we need to lead that conversation I think. Yeah so any information on registering for the conference will all be in the podcast notes for this episode. Uh, Keep an eye on the page I'm sure there will be some updates if there's anything that you want to know further or feel free to call or email in if you want to register or just want to some more information for someone else. Brilliant thanks Kwame. And I hope to see everybody there. (laughs) Yes, it's mandatory. (laughs) Yeah, that's right.
This podcast has been a production of the Australian Compliance Institute and the music was done by Rob Neary.